The following is rated R. It contains violence, adult language, nudity, and adult content. Good evening, everybody, and welcome. It's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday, June 5th, 2022. Thank you for joining us for the Fear the Walking Dead online viewing party right here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm host Casey Shapiro, and special thanks to our host and sponsor, NDB Media. Let's give them a round of applause as well as for Joan, one of our longest standing regulars who is faithfully here with us just about every week that she possibly can, even during fear, (laughs) which is at the season finale tonight. So thank you both for making this happen. Tonight's show, as all our shows, contains some spoilers up through the last episode and possible content from any current AMC official promo materials. Typically, we will start our show about a half hour before the new episode airs live each week, not counting the previews uh, for subscribers to AMC+. And we'll give you recap from the previous episode and discussion of what is to come tonight. At 9 p.m., we go dark or mute. We'll watch the new episode together. And then at the commercial break, we rate the episode between 1 and 10, 1 being, oh, my God, please kill it, and 10 being, I have gone to heaven and there are angels and I want to watch this every day. (laughs) We haven't had a 10 yet, by the way. I just, I'm being cute. Okay, and we will also give our listeners commentary, news articles, and trivia on the show as well as the casting crew, including bios, birthdays, and more. Our show is spoiler and comic free. Please don't discuss any spoilers or stuff from the comics in the chat room or on the air. We prefer our discussions, reactions, and comments to be just about what we know from the show that's presented to us. Welcome to Fear the Walking Dead Season 7. Fear ran the usual front eight episodes then was on break until April 17th. Tonight is the season finale for Season 7. There is already a Season 8 planned at this time, which is said to be uh, going to be released in fall of 2022, although we don't know if it will be before, concurrent with, or after Walking Dead Classic, which is also coming in the fall. We suspect Walking Dead Classic is going to start around October so that the series and season finale is right when there's a big fan event planned. And I have some notes on that a little further down. So I'll get into a tiny bit more detail in a few minutes. So here's some updates on spinoff projects. I'm not going to fully read them because I've been reading them to you guys for weeks. So final season of The Walking Dead Classic, season 11, has eight episodes left picking back up this fall. Um, Oh, here, here is the details I was talking about. If things follow last year's schedule, which I don't even think that's relevant, um, the premiere for season 11A was announced in April. Last year's season of 11A and Walking Dead premiered on August 22nd. You know, this is a lot of fooling around. We've had COVID craziness happen to the schedules and all kinds of stuff. So let's just not worry about that part. What's important is that AMC announced an epic live finale fan event that's going to take place in L.A. in November. So if that's the case, then it's safe to say that with eight episodes remaining, season 11C, the last eight episodes, will premiere at the end of September or beginning of October so that it will allow for the final episode ever, The Walking Dead, to air in November to coincide with this live fan event. This is clearly currently speculation, but it would make sense with the new announcement. As soon as I find out more definite, confirmed details, I will tighten that up with you guys. Okay. Tonight, for fear, obviously we're winding up Season 7. There is a commitment for Season 8. We don't know about after that. Let's be honest, I think everybody's kind of feeling like Season 8 should be the last. Um, Not only because we've gotten aggravated. I'm sorry, Ian and Andrew. There's a lot of people who are not happy with the directions you've gone. So there's that. But also, um, Walking Dead Classic and Fear and World Beyond and even to some extent the many spinoffs that have been going on are all pointing to doing the thing they said they would never do, but clearly they're going to now, which is tie everything together, and there may or may not be Andy Lincoln movies. 
They've been talking about them, but there seems to be no evidence that they're actually happening, you know, being shot or any progress whatsoever. Um, so we think maybe he's had a, a break. There may or may not be movies. He may come back to wrap this up. I cannot guarantee these are the current speculations, and I will update them as I can. Uh, covered World Beyond, which is over. The fourth series is no longer featuring Carol. Do not yell at Norman Reedus. It is not them quarreling. Melissa needs a break. Uh, this summer, very soon, and we don't know when exactly, the fifth spinoff, uh, the sixth episode anthology, Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, episode one has been shot and I think is in post-production right now. I don't think it's going to be next weekend. They should have announced it by now, if so. Which means we might be taking a small break. Maybe it'll start in July, and then that would give you six episodes until August, and then a little break, and then start in September with Walking Dead Classic. But I don't know what that does to Fear Season 8. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, and you guys know I will update you as soon as they have actually spilled the beans on anything. Dead in the Water already happened. It is on AMC Plus On Demand. Maggie and Negan, Isla of the Dead in New York City. I'm really getting sick and tired of some places trying to make this like a frenemies turned lovers. I really don't want to see that. I want to see an X-Files level of pristine relationship. Yes, I know Scully and Mulder ended up you know, in a romance in like season eight or something of that show. And a lot of people think it was a mistake because part of the magic was the fact that they didn't. So I don't know. I don't see how Maggie's not the sort of person that strikes me as somebody who get in a romantic relationship with the guy who killed Glenn. And Ian and Andrew, I'm looking at you if you guys are trying to contribute to this in any way. I realize you're the fear showrunners and not of Walking Dead Classic and not anything to do with the movie, but nevertheless, uh, don't contribute to any of this. All right, let's see if Jonah has anything to add. She has a couple comments. Um, she says, I'm not sorry, Ian and Andrew. You've had people unhappy for long enough that you could have stopped your foolishness way before we got to the eighth season. And even now it feels like they're trying to get back to what fear used to be. They aren't doing it all that well. I agree with you. Fear was in its pinnacle in season three with Kalataka and that whole thing. It was well done. It was flushed out, so on and so forth. And when the new showrunners took over, I love some of the newer characters. Don't get me wrong. You know, John Dory, June, um, even, you know, Charlie and all that. I think killing off Madison was a mistake. And it was a rude shock to Kim Dickens because she did not ask to leave, as did... Um, Oh, God. Joan, help me out. Who played Nick? It's Frank, isn't it? Um, if you can find out the actor's name for me, if you don't mind. Um, he asked to go. A couple people asked to go, or they knew it was coming. Uh, anyway, that's uh, what Joan has to add right this second. Let's go, go ahead and go back to the notes. Um, feel free to call in to speak with the host, 914-338-0314. You're welcome to call anytime tonight, but we especially encourage you to call between now and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You're still welcome to call in during the live show, but you will be screened and muted until the next commercial break where we can chat on the air. If the phones are not your thing, you can join us in our live chat room where you'll be able to listen to the show real time as well as download the episode after the fact if you go back to that link after the show is over. If you're unable to join us in real time this evening, you can go back to that link and download the broadcast as an MP3 for later listening. You can also just hit play on the website if you don't want to file. Um, to hit play, it's the upper left play button. To download, it's the cloud-shaped white icon at the top right of the page. And you can also download this in prior episodes on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn. Tonight's fear episode is entitled, Gone. The official AMC synopsis is, Morgan finds a new ally who turns out to be more trouble than he bargained for. And I want to point out two things here. I had a prediction that I was going to read after the synopsis, but I'm going to say it now. But the two things are, in that synopsis, it does not necessarily 
definitively say that the ally is Madison. We know he meets Madison because that's in the trailer and it's common knowledge. And we know Madison returns in this episode, also common knowledge. But we know that the franchise itself across all three major episodes, or not episodes, but, um, you know, uh, what do I want to say? Franchises, I guess. You know, The Walking Dead classic, Fear and World Beyond, all three of them engaged in some sleight of hand, mixing the fourth wall. In other words, doing some things uh, not in character that sort of fooled us as to the fate of a particular plot line. Uh, remember how they faked us out on Glenn's death twice just weeks before they actually killed him. And I think it was to quell all the foolishness that was going on from people who had read the comics and were running them out. Um, so anyway, Morgan finds an ally. It probably is Madison, but I just want it really clear that it's not definitively Madison. And that may be just the scenes were shot that way to make you think that's what he's pointing at. Also, here's my prediction, and I'm going to get into it before I read you the additional synopses articles. I predict Alicia is not dead, or at least not yet, and will, in fact, find out about Madison. And Ian and Andrew, I'm going to be blunt. You better hope that's what you did tonight, because I really do not think that there's any way to rescue the hot train wreck that would have been killing Alicia's character right before Madison comes back. That's just kicking people in the doodads and punishing them for putting up with your show that you've messed up. Now, the actor, Alicia, is still leaving the show for sure. That is confirmed because she has another project that she is committed to. And it's not, if you think about how it was done, there is a way for her to come back as well. It's kind of like there was for Madison. You know, she's sitting on the beach. We don't even know if that any of that really happened. We didn't see her die. We don't actually even know how the hell she's alive after being bitten. And it would be an, an incredible waste to have somebody who survived a bite in that manner. I mean, we had, like, Herschel, and they amputated his foot, and he survived. A couple other people tried that. Most of the time it didn't work, but once in a while it did. But Alicia appears to be scientifically special. And if they're going to put that in play, they have to freaking follow through. So they, at some point, should get her to someone with medical facilities and find out what's going on with her. Maybe it will help save everything. I don't know. But it's in play, and they can't just walk off and leave it like a turd on the sidewalk. That's what I got to say about that. Okay, so there's my prediction. Alicia's not dead, and we'll find her mom. Now that I've said that, let's go ahead and go to the first synopsis article. I have two. I don't want to read to you. I'll make sure to see if... Oh, Joan does have some uh, commentary. She looked up for me. Uh, Frank Delane was the actor who played Nick. He did ask to go. Um, so he had control over the fact he was leaving. Uh, she says, Alicia Debenham Carey is done just as they bring back Kim Dickens slash Madison. Uh, not sure if it's Alicia's call or not, but it, I don't like it. No, Nobody likes it. I do think she's going, but I think they're fooling around as far as making us think that Alicia died on the beach. She is leaving the series, but I think she's going to be on tonight. Here's another reason I know. She's listed in IMDb in the cast. And every time somebody has actually died, such as Wes, they removed them from the credits. She is not removed. This is why I'm saying this. And at least we have Talking Dead tonight, and I will get back to that further on in my notes. It's 8.44. Let's go ahead and continue. I'm going to go over to the extended synopsis article. Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 16, Gone, Photos by Renee Hansen on Fansided at UndeadWalking.com, one of our main sources for information on the show. Okay. This is the episode the fandom has been waiting for, where Madison Clark returns. There was hope she would return earlier in the season, but she will return as a series regular in Season 8. With the good news, there is also a disappointment. Last week's episode, Amina, was the final episode featuring Alicia Clark. I call bullshit, Renee. I'm going to call you out. I know that there's no reason you should know better unless you watched ahead. I have not watched ahead. So if I'm right, I need you guys to understand that I'm guessing based on I see in-character information 
and lack thereof, and also OOC, out-of-character information, and the presence of, that point to she is leaving, but last week wasn't it. I think she probably will be wrapping it all up in this episode, getting to see her mom, dispensing with her character in a way where perhaps she could return in some fashion. Um, Back to the article. Fear fans were sorely disappointed to learn that Alicia would not be returning to the series after episode 716. Oh, interesting. Okay. Guess what? Okay, this is going to be... It's not a spoiler, technically, because there are several leaked, officially, pieces of information that confirm what I was guessing. But this is what she says. I think she did watch ahead. Fortunately, Alicia didn't die, which in the Walking Dead universe means she could return in the future. Demon and Carrie's social media farewell didn't sound promising in that regard, but you could never tell. Again, I call shenanigans on her social media. She was trying way too hard to make a big thing about her leaving. And I looked at the wording on everything. And it's all worded in such a way where she would not be lying if she's on tonight, at least for a bit. Um, Back to the article again. Season 7 finale episode, we'll see the first meeting of Morgan and Madison. In the teaser for the episode, it appears as if Madison will come to Morgan and Moe's rescue after a new group sets upon them. Uh, Gone marks the 16th and last episode of Season 7. As seen in Amina, everyone is leaving the area since the tower, the only real sanctuary, has been set on fire. The writers are preparing viewers for the relocating of filming out of character, by the way, from Austin, Texas to Savannah, Georgia, by setting all the characters on a journey to someplace new. There has to be some reason things will look drastically different. This episode will be setting things up to head into season eight, and with Madison back, it will be interesting to learn where she's been and what kind of group she's affiliated with now. And then they have pictures, some of which I have in the uh, chat, not the chat room, but the other part. Uh, where you have the actual episode. There's a little carousel with pictures. I don't know if some of you guys knew that or not. Um, But if you came in and opened the episode up, um, you can see them. I try to have them up each week, but I'm not sure how many people actually even ever see them. But I think they're pretty, and I do see them when I'm talking to you guys. Okay, I'm pulling up the other episode while I'm talking to you. Otherwise, I wouldn't yap quite so much. All right, it's 8.48. Here's the second article, Fear the Walking Dead, S-R-O-T-W, Giving Up is Not an Option by Liam O'Leary, and this was written five days ago, also on fansite at undeadwalking.com. And he says, if there's one lesson we can take from Alicia's final, and should be finally quotes, episode of Fear the Walking Dead is that in a zombie apocalypse, giving up is not an option. This past Sunday's episode of Fear, um, Amina, I have to keep stop saying it, Amina. And I do that because there's a new agey song on a playlist I have that is like that. And it's making me mispronounce it. So I'm sorry. Uh, Marked Alicia's departure from the show, quote unquote. It was a weird literal fever dream of an episode with Alicia constantly talking to a hallucination of her younger self. And I objected to that whole plot line. How do you not recognize your younger self? Dumbest thing ever. Um, okay. She also did things she didn't remember, attributing them to the little girl who was a constant companion who wasn't really there. Like I said, it was weird. Throughout this week's episode, there was one constant theme. You can, and when, when he says this week's episode, he means Amina. You cannot give up in a zombie apocalypse. It was very much the crux of the whole thing, with Alicia's younger self constantly egging her on to keep going in spite of her own conscious belief that she would not survive the fever which keeps knocking her out during the episode. She continually tries to convince her conscious self and the hallucination of herself that she couldn't carry on. I find this such an important concept in an apocalypse. For this week's, and this is where the abbreviation above comes in, survival rule of the week. And I don't recall this website doing that before. So if they had other ones, I missed them. And they did not come up in searches, which bothers me. But anyway, that's what it stands for. Um, I'm going to discuss not only what you shouldn't give up on, but also why you can't give up and what doing so can cost you. There's one lesson I give that you should hang on to. It's this one. 
All right. So this is actually a couple of pages long. It may run up into the opening. That's fine. It's okay. I've got plenty of notes. We'll space it out, figure it out. Okay. The point of it all is to survive. I think it's important that I lay out, oh, pardon. I think it's important that I lay out a very simple truth. The whole point of everything I do with this series is to help all of you understand how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Every warning, suggestion, and rule is designed to ensure that should a zombie apocalypse ever happen, you will be better equipped to survive it. I, I don't know whether the author is being cute or not here. This is the first time I've seen an article from him, and I don't know about this survival rule of the week thing. Um, all right, let's keep going. Similarly, everything you do in a zombie apocalypse should be in service of that goal and ensure that there are people who will carry on populating the earth afterwards. So when the dead finally decompose, there will be living people to take it all back. This is why you can't give up in the apocalypse, because it is antithetical to our very existence. We are on this earth to live on it and ensure that others live on it after us, and not just throwing our lives away. The human race has survived near-extinction events in our history before, and should an apocalypse happen, we'll get past that too. One can only hope. We'll see. Um, okay, next section. Giving up means death. No, our flag means death. <laughs> That's a different series, which is also very good, by the way, but not what we're here to talk about. Okay, so when you think about the idea of giving up in a zombie apocalypse, you have to look at what doing that really means. I'm going to pause real quick and just check the chat room, see if Joan had anything to add. Oh, yeah, she's been saying a couple things. Um, she says she hopes I'm right about Alicia, the character, not being completely gone. And, of course, it was weird and dumb looking. Right? Yeah, hmm. Not going to spend all night belaboring the obvious. The obvious being, you know who, guys, we're not pleased at you. Okay. Imagine that you survived the chaos of the initial zombie outbreak. You might be alone. You might be with your family or friends. You might be with a group of strangers. Whatever the case may be, you survive. While I won't say things will get easier from this point, of course not, I will say that if you're outside of a major city you've made it past the most chaotic and horrific point in the apocalypse. The point where you're most likely going to die or see things that will scar you, so you're already ahead of the game. I bring this up because compared to what you'll be used to prior what you'll be used to prior to the apocalypse, what you'll see and escape in the outbreak will be the worst things imaginable. Will there be other awful things? Yes, but I believe that by the time you've seen them, it won't affect you nearly as much as what you'll see and experience in the outbreak and if that's the case, why give up after that? The further you go, the more you will learn, and the better you will become at adapting to and surviving the apocalypse. You know, this is very Pollyanna, because there's certain root-level tropes, some of which are based on psychology and decently supported hypotheses. You know, the longer you go on in some kind of eschatological event like that, there's certain core truths, such as, you can get by scavenging for a while, probably, but at some point you're going to scavenge everything there was, and you haven't raised a generation of people who know how to run the machines or make the things. So you're almost going to be starting over like in the Dark Ages or probably even before that, but with some modern sensibility and no way to execute it. If that isn't depressing and a reason to consider not sticking around, I don't know what it is. Y'all haven't really thought that through. Okay, that's my two cents going back to the article. It's 854. Uh, let's see. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for the paragraph to pick up where i got to keep talking. Thank you. The further you go, the more you will learn and the better you will become at adapting to and surviving in the apocalypse. I'm saying that you will only get better, meaning you will be continually improving your survival skills as your time in the apocalypse progresses. So what reason would you have to give up? This person is really kind of flip about this stuff or really doesn't understand the psychology of people in trauma and disaster. I'm really actually kind of finding this annoying now. I'm going to keep reading, but this is irritating me. All right, giving up in a zombie, zombie apocalypse. First off, yes, I realize it's fiction, but, you know, it is analogous to some traumatic events that have happened, kind of, sort of. Um, 
it means that you're throwing away all the skills that you will have gained, all the ability you've acquired to survive in the apocalypse, and choosing instead to die because everything you're doing to try to survive, if you give it up on that, you're choosing death. That's the point for some people. (laughs) This is why you can't give up. Your will is what keeps you alive. Again, Liam, you're kind of flip, and I think you're either young or naive or both. I'm not sure, but... All right, don't give up on your friends. Much of this week's episode of Fear focused on Alicia's younger self urging her to rescue the younger Alicia's friend who she claimed could help Alicia. It was eventually revealed that the child's friend was none other than Victor Strand, who in his despair over once again currying Alicia's wrath and inadvertently destroying his sanctuary, told Alicia to leave without him. Despite her anger at Strand's hasty decision to kill Wes in the previous episode, it wasn't that hasty, Egged on by her younger self, Alicia returns to rescue Strand, determined not to let him die a horrible zombie cancer-related death in the penthouse of the tower, and managed, in spite of her illness, and Strand's drunken incapacitation got the two of them out of Dodge, ensuring the last thing she had to family carried on. I also take umbrage with that, because Strand was... He was three sheets to the wind. How did he get back with her if she's all fever-dreamy and can't hardly walk? All right, back to the article. In short, a part of Alicia refused to give up on Strand, and because of that, she saved his life and set him on a course to carry out the mission she and her mother had been trying so hard to achieve since her group left Mexico years ago. As we spend more time with people in a zombie apocalypse relying on one another for survival, we will likely become friends with the people in our group, again with the naive, even if they were originally strangers when we met them. I'm even inclined to think that if we survive alongside them for long enough, they will become as close to us as family. Have you ever watched Walking Dead Classic? This is why we can't give up on them. Will our friends make mistakes? Yes, but short of revealing themselves to be a legit creep or cannibal or serial killer, I hate Wheaties! (laughs) We can't just bail on them when they screw up. The people in your group in the apocalypse will be the people you come to rely on the most. They will be the people who will watch your back when you're the most vulnerable, and they will be the ones who will help you when you screw up and when you're at your lowest, and you need to do the same for them. If you're unwilling to fight for them when they need you, you can't expect them to fight for you. Well, you know, again, with the reasons to just give up, you're kind of ruining your own logic. Not only that, but a lot of people do things to survive and get by, and then when that's handled, they bail. I mean, Strand himself pulled that a couple times on people. So I don't really actually think this guy knows what he's talking about. Day 58. Let me read the last paragraph, and then I'm going to put it on pause because we're about to go live. Okay. A group in a zombie apocalypse is a symbiotic relationship with each member coming together to contribute to their shared survival, but that relationship only works if everyone's willing to work toward it. When you give up on your friends, what you're really doing is making your whole group, including yourself, weaker by telling everyone else that they can't count on you. And yes, the next part is a lengthy paragraph, so I'm going to go ahead and pause it there. And Joan does not have anything further to add, so it's not quite 8.59. It will be in a second or two. So I'm going to go ahead and go dark, and we will see you guys at the first commercial break. Thank you for joining us. Okay, it's 9.10. That was a beefier opening than I thought they were going to do in a couple places. Um, Joan is starting with a three. I'm starting with a four. I think both of us are finding some of this plot stupid, but yay, Kim Dickens is back. Joan says, I've never gone as low as a one, but they're trying my patience. Yeah, kind of. Okay, um, let me go back and grab a couple of the comments that were made. Uh One of the things I was fussing about, oh, um, Joan has also said, even if Alicia does survive, I can't imagine how she's not radioactive. Yeah, I have been wondering that as well. All she ever does is cover her face, but all her skin's exposed, and look what happened to Charlie. I don't get it. By the way, also not a secret, Charlie is listed in the cast tonight and is also listed in the cast for season eight. So I don't know what's up with that. I'd love to see if they can help her, but just saying. Uh, Joan says, uh, um, 
Uh, I'm fussing about magically unlimited ammo and unlimited charged up Walkman and walkie talking. And Joan says, of course, a magically quieted baby, even though she apparently hasn't eaten in a while and must be hungry as hell, totally believable. And also, uh, probably is diaper rashed, uh, you know. And uh, I had a thing for Ava tonight. I had no idea who she was. So that was kind of interesting. This group that just tried to bury Morgan, this whole premise is stupid. Why would they be dumb enough to think that he's a person taking their kids? There is no... Uh, overwhelming evidence that that's a thing so you know it just seems like when they're presupposing like that I don't know how they've been surviving this long being that dumb and that's all I'm going to say about it okay Uh, that's all the commentary in the chat let me go back to my notes but I'm keeping an eye on to make sure that we're not going back so I don't talk over that Uh, in the article your body won't let you give up One of the things I appreciated about this week's fear was the presence of little Alicia. More than anything else, she represented the part of Alicia that would not let her give up anything. Whenever she wanted to bail on Strand, her younger self wouldn't let her. When she said she couldn't keep going, little Alicia convinced her otherwise. And when Alicia blacked out, her younger self, i.e. her self-preservation instincts, ensured he fought off the dead or made her way back to the MRAP. Okay, we don't have too much longer because they're doing a trailer. The point of all this is it's tougher for you to give up in a zombie apocalypse than you might think. A little bit later, I'll talk about how there may be a part of you that tried to convince you otherwise, but rest assured there will also be a part of you that, whether consciously or unconsciously, will do everything in its power to convince you not to give up. We are back. I'll see you guys at break number two with more of the article. Okay, guys, it's 921, and we're just at break number two. Uh, Joan's going up to a four for now. At least they got to Morgan knowing Madison faster than I thought they would. I'm going to 4.5 for similar reasons, and that they got Madison to know that Nick and Alicia lived. Um, I don't know if Morgan knew about all that, what happened, you know, with Charlie and everything and Nick, but... Anyway, it's on the table, and knowing it is Madison, yeah, they got that out of the way, and we're happy about that part. Um, It has some of the advantage of being the season finale, so they're pulling out more of the stops, as usually happens in television. Okay, let's go back to the article and try to get some more out of here. Uh, The point of all this is it's tougher for you to give up in a zombie apocalypse than you might think. A little bit later, I'll talk about how there might be a part of you that tries to convince you. Otherwise, blah, blah, blah. I read you that part. We all have it in us. Whenever you do something dangerous, even when you were a kid, there was and always will be a part of you that tells you to stop. It's our survival instincts constantly working to keep us going, constantly telling us to get up and keep fighting. In the zombie apocalypse, especially when things are down, you need to listen to that part of you. Even when you might consciously think of giving up or when you aren't even conscious, it will be fighting for you, urging you not to give up. If you ever wonder whether or not to keep going, listen for that instinct. It will pull you through. Alrighty, and we have a trailer, so we're probably not too much longer on break. Don't give up on yourself. If I'm being honest, when you give up in a zombie apocalypse, what you're really doing is what you're really giving up on is you. When you give up, what you're saying is you don't think you are worth trying to fight for. Whatever you you are, the good you've done or may do in the future isn't worth carrying on for, and it's easier just to let yourself die than go on living. There will be a part of you that will do its damnedest to try to convince you just how much easier that is, especially in the apocalypse. There's a chance that somewhere in the back of your mind will be a part of you desperately trying to convince you it's not worth it and that it's better for you to let yourself die or worse, to make yourself die. Whatever you do, you can't listen to that voice. You need to remember, this guy's getting pedantic here with this. You need to remember every day that your life is worth living. Even if you're in the apocalypse, things can and will get better. Dude, have you been in one? Remind yourself the dead will not last forever. They'll have to decompose sooner rather than later. They don't have to. They're already violating physics by existing. Uh... As every day they're exposed to the elements, they rot a little more and a little more. 
And one day either they'll decompose entirely or their muscles will, making them completely inert. Remind yourself you have a future worth working towards, but you only see it if you're willing to fight. The most important thing you have to remember in your quest is to get through the zombie apocalypse is your will to survive. Without that, you have nothing. And that's our Walking Dead survival rule of the week. I don't know if this is a thing. He's got a book, The Rules, A Guide to Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse. Dude, you're kind of Captain Tryhard. Sorry, I, I know quite a bit about the genre, and you're really pushing your luck. All right, we are not quite back yet. We're still in commercial, so let's move on. We have writers and directors profiles, and we won't get that far, but at least I'll set it up for you. So tonight, as last week, written by Andrew Chambliss and Ian Goldberg, but directed by Sharat Raju, not Satro, interestingly. So let's get into profiles, I think. I'm waiting to see if this commercial is going to be over in a second because, oh, no, it's not. Okay, let's go ahead and start a little bit. Andrew Chambliss has been the co-showrunner for Fear since season four opened. I actually literally read this all last week, so I'm not going to reread much of it. He's previously written or co-written 19 episodes of Fear. Um, There's 17 of the 20, which includes tonight. He co-wrote with Ian Goldberg. And we are back, so I'll get to more at the next break. Thanks. Nine thirty one, commercial break number three. Joan is staying at four and I'm staying at four point five. Um, Joan had commented, I think Morgan does know about Charlotte killing Nick. Yeah. He at least knew Nick. They met when Morgan first joined the show. I had trouble remembering if they did or not. I was losing track of when that happened in the timeline. Um, and Joan was says, I was just thinking the same thing. This article writer's talking in circles. Yes, they are. Uh, staying at four, 4.5, we covered that. I have finished the article, so let's go to Andrew Chambliss. Uh, basically, we're just summarizing everything from last week and then one more episode. Ian Goldberg, same thing. Um, pre- previously wrote 19 episodes of Fear. Three of them were not with Chambliss, or, or a couple of them were with Chambliss and someone else. And Sharat Raju is an Indian-American director and writer. Um, I've done his bio several times before. I'm going to skip down to the Walking Dead parts of his bio. Um, And one other quick thing, in between the last time he directed and now, he directed an episode of Bosch Legacy. And directing tonight's episodes will be his eighth time working in the Walking Dead franchise. And he's one of the only cast and crew to have worked in all three sub-franchises. Walking Dead for three episodes, Fear for four episodes, including tonight, and Walking Dead World Beyond one episode as director. So the first was Fear Season 4, Episode 13, Blackjack, in September 2018. Second was Fear Season 5, Episode 6, The Little Prince, 2019, July 2019. Third was Walking Dead Classic Season 10, Episode 13, What We Become, March 2020. Fourth was Fear, uh, not Fear, pardon me, Walking Dead, World Beyond, Season 1, Episode 3, The Tiger and the Lamb, October 2020. Fifth was Fear, Season 6, Episode 6, Bury Her Next to Jasper's Leg, November 2020. Sixth was uh, Walking Dead Classic, Season 11, Episode 7, Promises Broken, October 2021. And the seventh, before tonight, Fear, uh, Walking Dead Classic Season 11, Episode 8, For Blood in October 2021. And he was on Talking Dead after Fear uh, Blackjack. And we're still in commercials for a second, so I'll keep going. We're about to get into trivia. I will probably have to pause when we go back. Tonight's episode, Season 7, Episode 16, is the 101st episode of Fear Ever. Co-stars are Carl Palmer as Leader Wilt and Jeff Chase as a Padre guard, and Kyle Gray as Burlap Masked Man. There's Nobody Listed also starring. Uncredited is Avaya White as Morgan, Baby Morgan. Trivia, first appearance of the character Ava, first appearance of Wilt. The title of the episode, Gone, 
is a reference to Madison's final words earlier, no one's gone until they're gone. And uh, This episode marks the return of Kim Dickens, Madison Clark, into the series. Kim was absent since no one's gone. This is the first time that Madison appears in the present time since Sleigh Ride in Season 3. All of Madison's appearances in Season 4 were flashbacks. This is also the first time that Kim Dickens is not credited as a main cast member when she appears. This is the fourth episode to feature only one main cast member after Close Your Eyes, The End is the Beginning, and The Beacon. This is the first season finale of Fear in which Victor Strand does not appear. And I'm waiting to see if we go back. And we are. So I'll see you guys at break number four. Thanks. Okay, guys, it's 9.44 already. We're only at break number four. Uh, I'm going up to five. Joan's staying at, Joan's going to 4.5, but if they don't turn this around so Madison turns against Padre, that's as high as I'll go, and I don't blame you. All right, let's go ahead and do trivia for last week and keep going. Last week was the 100th episode of Fear Ever. Co-star Aniston Almond as the masked girl, young girl who was Alicia's alter ego. Uncredited, Avaya White as Baby Mo, Candace Mike, Michelle Barley as Maya Vasquez, Kim Dickens as Madison Clark in archive footage, Frank Delane as Nick in archive footage, Gus Halper as well archive footage, Rob Mello as the thin survivor, the one that Morgan buries, Jared Gibson as Eli- Elias Vasquez archive footage, a prop played Wilhelmina, Amina the bird, um, y'all know the story, I'm not going to read it all. And Raquel Laniz as ex-cultist, survivor number 55. Trivia, first and last appearance of Wilhelmina, last appearance of Elias Vasquez, Will, Nick, Alicia, the Franklin Hotel, the USS Pennsylvania, and Strands Tower. The title of the episode, Amina, refers to the tape of Madison's interview with Al, which is recovered by Alicia from Althea's SWAT band. It also refers to the bird, blah, blah, blah. As of this episode, Colby Hallman, who played Wes, was removed from opening credits. It's revealed that the SWAT van was abandoned at Isabel's rendezvous spot following the events of the portrait, presumably due to a lack of fuel for the vehicle. Luciana mentions that she's seen someone tell the exact same lie before about surviving being bitten. This is a reference to Alejandro Nunez, the leader of La Colonia in Season 2. June is only shown carrying one gun, indicating the other was lost with John Dory Sr. in the episode Sunny Boy. Charlie Joke said she finally got to see a beach, which is a reference to Close Your Eyes and Mom Marker 54, where Charlie revealed she'd never seen a beach before, and Alicia was determined to take her to Galveston so she could finally see one. Episode highlights were not crafted for last week. Deaths, many unnamed Texas survivors, uh, no errors were listed. Cast birthdays this week. Caitlin Nakin uh, played Enid in Alexandria, June 11th. She's from Atlanta. She has since, by the way, been in... Light as a Feather, which is a TV show in 2019. Breathing Happy, a movie in 2022. Where All Light Tends to Go, film in some placeholder with Robin Wright, Billy Bob Thornton, and Jackie Earl Haley. You go, girl. Get those big movies. And Southern Gospel, which is a movie that's in post-production. I don't have years for either of those, but I'm assuming they're in 2022. Uh, Featured music, if we are not going back. There's Comcast and Project Up. I'm trying to figure out what we're doing. Are we back? No, we are not back. But there's a scary-ass show. Uh, Paramount Plus Original. It's got to be something supernatural and bizarre. Okay. Featured music. Nothing was identified. Unaccounted characters. I'm not going over. Talking Dead tonight. Um, Season 7 finale with Kim Dickens, Denai Garcia, who plays Luciana, and executive producer Andrew Chambliss. Ballsy motherfucker coming on that show so people can yell at him but we'll see okay we're in a Burger King commercial so I'll keep going um, the next episode will be 102nd ever season 8 episode 1 we have no data other upcoming shows on NDB Media include Monday Night in America with Roger Noriega Mondays 10pm Eastern Time Roger D. Noriega brings you his unique take on politics, current events Entertainment, sci-fi, and history currently hosted on StreamYard. I'm waiting to see if the Surf Pro goes away. Okay, yeah, we don't have too much longer. Phantom Access Week in Review, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Join the Yippie Yappers, Jamie, Karen, and AJ as they dissect another night of TV. Recent discussions have included hot takes on Fear the Walking Dead, The Wild, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, and whatever else sounds intriguing. Rock and Roll Shrink Radio Show every other Wednesday, and this one will be when we're on the 8th, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Join me and Atlanta psychologist Dr. Stephen Mathis, PsyD, a.k.a. the Rock and Roll Shrink, as we discuss matters of mental health and mental health. The topic is to be announced. It will be episode 131, and now we are back. I'll tell you the rest in a little bit. Okay, guys, it's it's 9.55. We're at break number five. I'm at five. Joan's at four. No, Joan, you said 4.5. You have to stay there. <laughs> Naughty. Okay. I don't know why Morgan is so scared to have fought the tiny horde, because he's fought more than that when he first got the damn axe. And then Joan says, I like to see them try to get to Alicia to do what, get Alicia to do what Madison's been doing. She come out stronger than her mother. At least once these showrunners got done messing her up. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't realize she's already gone to 4.5. Okay, uh, Rock and Roll Shrink Radio show we already covered. Travel Itch Radio on the 9th, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Hidden away within 200, pardon my hiccups, I'm so sorry. Within 240 acres of tropical forests and transparent waterways, the Fairmont Mayacoba, is a five-diamond resort in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. I hope I said that right. Hear all about the handsome 401-room beachfront property on Thursday when Travelish Radio hosts Dan Schlossberg and co-host Mary Ellen Nugent Lee ask Sylvia Ferrer, F-E-R-R-E-R, of MYK her impressions of the resort. All righty. It's 9.56. Um That's about all the notes that I have, but we're getting close to the end. I did tell you who's on Talking Dead. We do have that. Joan, can you possibly double-check what time Talking Dead's coming on? I want to see, like, how much more of this we have. There's Chris Hardwick talking about it. So we have Kim, and we have, um, oh, Danae Garcia that plays Lucy. And then we have the show. I noticed the two of them were in chairs and Andrew's not there. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to be on a camera so people cannot throw fruit at him or something. Um, we'll see if, if Joan can possibly locate what time that's going to go on. It's, it will be shortly. I'm just not entirely sure exactly when. There's some interesting movie previews of things that I actually have not seen yet and I probably should get around to seeing. And I have all of these channels, so I may as well go take a look at it. There's uh, the new Batman. i got to check that out. There's an animated Batman. Mecha Builders. Theodosia. All in one place. And what is that place? Tell us. Please. HBO Max. Okay, yeah. I do have HBO Max, but I'll double check on all that stuff. Let's see if Joe found out when. Talking to us. Oh, we have somebody else in the channel at the moment. Hello, Kay McKee, 819. Uh, I don't know if you're watching Fear at the moment, but we're talking about it. Oh, Talking Dead is on at 10.09, so we probably got another 10 minutes. Blast! That's fine. Oh, look, Andrew Chambliss is in London, so joining Talking Dead over the TV screen. He better stay the hell away from Andrew Lincoln in the original series. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably so. All right, so we're still at a commercial break, and I've already covered who's going to be on Talking Dead. Um... I'm wondering if Kay McKee is going to talk to us about, we're talking about the fear episode, which we are watching live. It's a watch party and we're in a commercial break at the moment, but it's probably not going to last too much longer. Um, on a scale of one to 10, I have rated tonight's episode. Uh, the highest was a five. The highest Joan went was 4.5. We're kind of not feeling some of it right now. All right. They, they do have the trailer for better call Saul which is the final episodes, uh, all new on July 11th. And 
This is a promo for Tales, One Dead World. Tales of the Walking Dead this summer. Again, with this just this summer, it doesn't give us a date. I will give you guys a date as soon as I get it. We are back. We're going dark, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Okay, it's 10.09, time for Talking Dead. Uh, That's about all i got to say on that. I'm going to end on five, not moving. Uh, Yeah, I was right. They're all going to die when they left. Um, Padre is just another fiasco, safe place. It isn't. That really makes me sad. I was hoping Padre was something cool. And it's disappointing that it's just a shithole. Uh, mostly because Madison grew up here again, and I'm betting Padres a ship. I'm actually not betting Padres a ship. I'm betting the ship takes them to Padre. And I think that has something to do with uh, Season 8 being filmed in Savannah. All right, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go so you can watch Fear because uh, Fear's Talking Dead because um, I'm glad they're back and I don't want to miss it. Thank you not only to everybody joining us tonight. Thank you for Joan being here and helping me out. Those of you who may be listening later on via podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or the Blog Talk Radio website. Special thanks to our host, NDB Media, for making this possible. We hope you guys will join us next weekend for another live watch party on this same network. Please watch our Facebook page and NDB Media page for next week's. No, it won't be next week, I don't think. But there will be showtimes and episode links for Tales of the Walking Dead this summer. That's the next property that's up. So thank you guys for joining us, and I appreciate that, and I will let you know when we're coming back. Take care, and good night.